Uh, morning, Cameron. Can we just confirm that all 16 clubs were consulted and did all 16 clubs agree to being signees to that letter? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, this isn't an issue that uh, just arose at the last CEO's meeting. It's been ongoing for months, as you, as you would be well aware. And, um, you know, the clubs are talking with one voice uh, in respect to, um, you know, to the content of that letter. And, and that stance is universal in terms of the, the CEOs across uh, all 16 clubs. I mean, you've got the heavy hitters on board, like the Players Association and also yeah. Todd Greenberg as Chief Executive of the NRL. Whose idea was it to, to, to give these respective boards this particular letter? Really, it was a collective um, opinion across the clubs that... First and foremost, you know, our responsibility uh, in our individual club land is to look after our players and also uh, our club's best interests on behalf of our fans. And uh, we just collectively felt that things could have been handled a lot, lot better. There could have been better options explored um, and taken up uh, in terms of the timing of this test. Um, and it's really not about the test itself going, you know, taking place. It's about the location and the travel required in the middle of a season. Uh, and it just popped up uh, just before the start of the year without, you know, significant consultation uh, through the various people of, of, of the club land. So that's the stance the club's taken. And um, certainly we support it. As I've said before, certainly support International Rugby League. And we all do. Absolutely. We're obligated, particularly here at the Vodafone Warriors, we have a, a huge obligation to be the vehicle to drive interest and participation and, and, and rugby league not only here but offshore as well. But the welfare of our players uh, is paramount and that's why we've taken the stance. And uh, But we'll support the test. Who goes? Uh, we'll be left uh, to Steve Kearney and Alex Corvo. Um, what about, because I think the, didn't the NZRL or the Kiwis doctor come out and say, actually, no, the travel would be fine? Is, is that, did you guys decide that that, that wasn't right? Yeah, look, the, the doctor of the Kiwis can say, you know, whatever whatever he wants and sing to whatever tune he wishes. Um, at the end of the day, we've got 40 hours of travel. That doesn't even include the travel we have to undertake to go to the Cowboys game three days or two days before they leave to go to Denver, which is another 15 hours for our players. Um, so realistically, there's 55 hours of travel that our players have to endure. At the same time, our fans are crying out for the Vodafone Warriors to be fit, ready, and be successful on the field week in, week out. So, um, you know, it's a challenge for all concerned, but, you know, doctors will, you know, will say the travel's fine and they're putting in measures to try and ensure that uh, the players are, are going to be fit and ready, but the travel will heighten the risk of injury. We know that. They know that. Everyone knows that. Common sense will tell you that. So let's not dance around the facts here. If the test match was played in New Zealand or Australia, you wouldn't even be hearing from us. We'd be, we'd be cheering for it big time. It's just the travel. Hey, Cameron, this was uh, part of the letter yesterday. We accept players may want to participate in 2018. If they wish to participate, they will not be prevented from doing so. However, we will not compel clubs to release players for the match. That kind of sounds half pregnant. You just said to us that it's Alex Corvo and Stephen Kearney's decision. Will it not be up to the players if they, in fact, want to go? Yeah, what I meant by Stephen and Alex, I've said from the word go, and you can go back and explore my quotes, our players won't be available if they're not 100% fit. And then it's up to Alex and Stephen to you know, to make that decision whether they're 100% fit to play or to go and participate or not. Then ultimately it's up to the players whether they want to make themselves available. But in the first instance, if that player is not 
fit to go in the view of Alex or Stephen, they won't be going. They won't be available. So we'll take that decision off the table. However, if they are fit, uh, it's up to the player then to accept whether or not they wish to go. Well, how will it look, though, for the club if those players are precluded from going because they are not fit, yet they then turn out for the Warriors against the Sharks three days later, four days later? Yeah, but we're making a decision 10 days earlier, um, you know, after the after the competition game against the, the Cowboys. Um, you know, we're, we're making a decision much earlier in the best interest of our club and our fans and our, our preparation for the for the uh, Cronulla Sharks. We can't have players sitting on a plane for that extended period of time that's not fit. Surely common sense will tell you that doesn't help an injury recover uh, in a time frame to either play a test match or to play against the Cronulla Sharks three days later. So players won't be getting on that plane uh, that that represent the Vodafone Warriors if they're not 100% fit and they don't want to go. Um, how early did they tell you guys about it before they told the, the public about it? And did you guys get a chance to say to the, the, the NZRL, no, this, this isn't going to work with us? Well, it, the decision was made uh, and, and locked in. Now, Deron Edwards is credit. He's a terrific guy. and uh, I've got a lot of time for Ron. He, he had you know a few off-the-record chats with me prior to the start of the year, but the decision had already been made uh, in reference um, to, the, to the test going ahead. So... Yeah. That was about where I was at. But to Rion's credit, you know, we caught up a couple of times and still catch up and talk through it. And he's aware that, you know, it's going to come down to who's fit and who's not. And then ultimately it'll come down to the players. As that letter says, uh, the NRL aren't, you know, making the clubs or the players uh, go. Um, It's going to be up to the players ultimately if they're fit enough to go where they want to represent their country for this one-off test knowing they'd miss a game against the Sharks. Okay, Cameron, do you detect... I mean, you've got a host of guys that may be picked by Michael Maguire for this test. Do you detect a lot of enthusiasm from the players about this game? Mate, these players love their country. They love representing New Zealand, and they're, you know that, that's their ambition in life, to represent their country. And why wouldn't it be? And we fully support that. There's different players, um, you know, that have got... Your niggling injuries, they're, they're probably looking for a bit of a break, but I mean, they're having a break this weekend, so they might come back recharged, ready to go. Um, and I'm sure they all want to represent their country. Um, and this test match will be no different for these guys, but at the end of the day, they know, we know that they've got to be 100% right to be available. Um, and, you know, there's a question mark whether we even send these players to the Cowboys game. Um, we don't want to jeopardise their welfare, their well-being. Um, so we'll see who gets selected and then we'll talk to to our group and, and, and make sure that we put mechanisms in place to ensure that their welfare is looked after. And it, it may well be that, you know, it's that costly for the club that we they miss two games instead of one because of this test match. Do you envisage leading Warriors players making themselves unavailable for the test? What's that, sorry? Do you envisage, can you see leading Warriors players making themselves unavailable to play for the Kiwis? Oh, look, that'll be up to the individuals. Um, it could well be. You know, there's players that have different reasons why the, the timing suits and why the timing doesn't suit. Um, at the end of the day, they know that because of the travel, uh, we have to ensure, and they have to ensure, that they're perfectly fit enough to endure that trip uh, to play for the Kiwis and then also come back and, you know, get ready to play for us, um, not against the Sharks because it just doesn't fit our schedule that they can play against them. Uh, but certainly the following week, uh, we've got to get our season on track. And, 
the end of the day, we're all going to be measured by the you know the season of the um, of the Vodafone Warriors. And at the end of the year, there's another tour for the Kiwis, and those guys represent uh, you know their country again at the end of the year. So look, there's a lot of there's a lot of balls in the air, but the bottom line is, if they're not fit, they won't be going. Cameron, do you think this letter is enough to strong arm International Rugby League into moving the June fixture in 19 and 20 to the end of the season? Well, look, I, I don't know whether the letter is enough, but certainly common sense should be enough. Um, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense that you know we, we we're going up there and everyone's talking about promoting the international game. Well, I've got a suggestion. How about we promote it in our backyard first? Um, how about we get our participation levels up, grow the sport in New Zealand and in the Pacific Islands? And we've got the greatest opportunity here between New Zealand and Tonga. You know, we talk about state of origins. This this test match between New Zealand and Tonga would blow out the state of origin as we know it would. Um, let's let's exploit that opportunity. Um, but first and foremost, let's not worry about the states. Let's worry about getting our backyard right. And there's huge opportunities to grow the sport here, firstly and foremostly, that will have big benefits for the Kiwis. Will you make those suggestions and others to the brand new Chief Executive of the NZRL, Greg Peters? I'd be surprised if he's not thinking that already. I would have thought I would have thought anyone at that level would have had those ideas in their head. Um, you know, it's pretty um, it's pretty obvious to anyone that, you know, knows anything about rugby league that you've got the greatest opportunity between Tonga and New Zealand uh, and right now is the best time to exploit that and, you know, when and where that that match could be played is completely up to them for commercial reasons, but um, I certainly would have thought it'd be far more beneficial to the future rugby league in New Zealand than going to the USA in the middle of uh, the middle of the season to play a, a one-off test against England. Are you prepared for a backlash, though, Cameron? If you hold guys back from this game, um, look, you're always going to get that. But I mean, at the end of the day, my mandate and my um, you know, my focus is ensuring that the Vodafone Warriors finish the season off the best they can. And uh, welfare of players is paramount. Um, and we have a huge fan base crying out for us to succeed. And I'm not just going to fall over for the sake of one one test to promote international rugby league. Now, if the players aren't fit enough to go, they're not going. And if the players don't wish to go, they don't have to go. Um, that'll be my take on it. So and there's a backlash to that. I can't apologise on behalf of our players and our fans and our, and our um, commercial partners. Can't fault your honesty, Cameron. Thanks, Thanks for your mate. time. Thank you.